KJV 2 Timothy 2:15 Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. May, 2020. I don't know about you, but I enjoy a really good cup of tea, steeped and piping hot to ice cold and sweet. Growing up there weren't that many flavors as there are now and for us, unsweet was the only option, thus, I didn't drink too much of that, lol. The tea process was recently highlighted to me while re-reading one of Charles Capp's many gems, God's Creative Power for Healing. If you've never read it, then please get yourself a copy right away. I'm going to quote this dear one in his writing because it is the best way to honor the revelation that is in it. Quotes begin. Page 14, Jesus said, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you, John 15 7. When God's Word becomes engrafted or infused into your spirit it has become a part of you. It cannot be separated from you. It is not only your thought and affirmation, it is you. The Word made flesh. Then your flesh will reflect the life of that Word. When God's Word concerning healing takes root in your flesh, it becomes greater than disease and healing is the result. The image that the Word creates in you is already a reality in the spirit realm. When you speak God's Word from your heart, then faith gives substance to the promises of God. Your faith frames your world daily. Jesus made it very plain, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. Matt. 1235. Page 15, every time you speak your faith, it creates a stronger image inside you. If it is healing you desire, the healing image is created by God's Word and your continual affirmation and agreement with it. Eventually that image will be perfected by the Word of God and you will begin to see yourself well. When the Word is engrafted into you, IT infuses its life into you. John 6:63, Romans 8:11. Quotes end. Do you know why God gave us an imagination? No? Perhaps it was so that we could see his word fulfilled long before it becomes tangible in the natural, just a thought, smiley face. Okay, back to the tea making. To engraft means to take two or more elements and join, fasten, insert or unite them so that they grow together as one. To infuse means to fill, to pervade, to soak as in making tea, in liquid in order to extract the flavor and or other properties. We're bro. Caps mentions being infused, here's what the Holy Spirit unveiled. Like when making tea, you take water and put a tea bag into it and allow it to steep. Once the steeping process is complete, the two elements have become one new product. You cannot take the tea back out of the water because they are now one. We are the water. God's word is the tea bag. Bam. The more we let the tea bag steep, soak into us, the more of the character of those words will saturate our soul and body. Our body and soul will reflect the word that has been steeping, soaking into our spirit man. God is infusing His nature, His character into our spirits with each steeping, soaking we participate in. Now to address the three ways to make tea. We can make tea by steeping, soaking the tea bag in water, cold, warm, or hot. The water represents the internal environment of your heart, your spirit man, the real you. The difference in temperatures represents the consistency and frequency of which you confess God's words. The more consistent and frequent, then the sooner the tea will infuse into the water becoming one new product. For those who are tea-making experts, you know that the hotter the water, the quicker the infusion process begins and is completed. The colder the water, the longer it takes. Method number one, reading, cold water. Reading is the action or skill of reading. It is the cognitive process that involves decoding words to arrive at a meaning. Many reasons to read, entertainment, to relax, to learn. Method number two, studying, warm water. Studying means to read materials for the purpose to consider attentively or in detail. 
It means to search out, to dig deeper into the subject matter that one is studying for the purpose of gaining some level of revelation about that subject. This takes on a higher level of commitment. Method number three, meditating, hot water. Meditating means to apply definite focus on one's thoughts about a subject so as to understand it deeply. This is the highest level of commitment as it will involve asking questions, making confessions, memorization, ponder, focus, zero in on the meaning until it is opened up more fully. This method is actually the combination of methods number one and number two along with the additional defined elements of meditation. Now, this entire making tea analogy is equal to gaining revelation knowledge from God's Word. If you only apply method number one to God's Word, then it is like soaking a tea bag in cold water, it's going to take a very long time for that water to be infused with the properties of the tea bag. Method number two will yield some levels of revelation but method number three is where you want to get to, where God Himself is infusing His nature, His character into your spirit man. Lastly, I'd like to share the difference between what makes the tea sweet and unsweet. It is the motive on how one approaches the tea-making process. Unsweet, dreading it, it's a duty, have to, unwillingness, drag yourself through it. Sweet, embrace it, it's a delight, want to, willingness, hard to break away from it. It's tea time.